0: hello this is the angel on earth podcast and i am pearl for today we are going to talk about two different ways that you can work with the fire dragons i am really looking forward to this episode because it's on a much more uplifted note i know there's been a lot of stuff going on for myself and many of you so I hope that maybe this will be a bit more fun and something that you can start doing right away so let's jump into it the fire dragons I love them you love them everybody loves them they're amazing the fire dragons many of you already know one of the ways that is popular to work with them and that is For transmutation, for clearing. They are fantastic at clearing out dense energies. They really get in there. They are really, really good for working with when you're doing any kind of ceremony, ritual, or releasing practices, something where perhaps you are either doing group work or even on your own just by yourself. It's really helpful because you can call them in and you can work with them to essentially be present and either clear initially or both do that and ask them to be present. So as you're doing any kind of work where you're supporting or facilitating the healing of another, or you're in some way, shape or form doing Development, releasing of beliefs or releasing of old stories, it's great to ask them to essentially transmute as you're clearing, as you're working with them and working together to release something or on your own. And they are, they're very, they're very effective and you can, you can definitely just without knowing exactly what it is that you're clearing, because sometimes we don't know. Sometimes we're very sure of what's going on, but sometimes there's just some kind of like energetic offness. Maybe you don't have your sage around, you don't have your singing bowl or other sound instrument that you might use to clear, or maybe you're not in a space that you can't actually have smoke or other scents and things, and so, and you don't have your crystals on you. And whether you do or don't, you can always call the fire dragons in to clear out any of the denser energies that are present. Now, that is the standard way of working with them. And then I got shown the other way, the second way that I'm going to talk to you guys about that I was just, it was quite eye-opening and I loved it when I learned it and I want to share it with you guys. So here is the second way that you can work with the fire dragons. You can ask them to set fire to your next greatest lesson, to your next, uh, we could call it a landmark of sorts, Something that's gonna bring your awareness to what next is big for you. Now I'm going to forewarn you, when you do this type of work, it is very awesome how they do this. However, it can show up in a number of different ways. So if you actually choose to work with them this way, I I want you to do so cautiously and be fully aware of what this can mean. It is, in essence, a form of shadow work. Oh, there's a hummingbird outside my window. Sorry. I'm not actually sorry, but, well, you know, more confirmation. It is. It is, in many ways, a form of shadow work when you're working towards say a manifestation or something that you need you're wanting to create and you're not quite seeing the way you're up against some resistance and you're just not sure where to step next and in many ways this is anytime we incorporate more of our darkness what and what is shadow work but identifying the darkness that is existing within us and then choosing whether or not we wish to express that darkness going forward. But first we have to identify it. First we have to recognize it as an essence of self in order to transmute. And then we can transmute. We can shift it into a frequency that is more preferred for this lifetime, for our manifestation experience, or whatever it might be. We just don't want to deny it and and choose not to witness it. We want to observe it. We want it to feel expressed and then decide whether or not we want to move forward with that energy. So as you do this work, it is in the simplest words I can share, um, deep deep inner work (sighs) and when you call upon the fire dragons to say let's use an example say you're trying to manifest a home a partner whatever thing you're trying to manifest you can have whatever you want now there are going to be times where there's paths that are more optimal there's going to be times when perhaps divine timing takes precedence and times where you're just not seeing the thing that is, that is, that you're believing that you are holding on to, that is actually, or things you're not actually consciously aware of that are getting in your way. And that is where I'm talking about the fire dragons really coming in and being effective. Because if you're constantly going. In one direction saying this is what I want to create and this is the exact way I want to create it well we all have at some point hit a wall with that because you get too specific and narrowed down for how you want this to go and it, it often doesn't work <laughs> and when we finally open up to other options other paths the thing we wanted just shows up right away and so keep in mind have the intention for whatever you want to create whatever you want to manifest and then be open to all of the ways that can show up and be open to seeing what darkness you are creating for yourself consciously or unconsciously that is essentially the next block That is preventing you from forward movement towards or receiving the gift that is yours. When you do this with unconditional love in your heart. Meaning you're not trying to harm anyone else. You're just asking for what you deserve. And you're sitting there going, okay, this is what I want to create. I want this thing. I'm not seeing it. And I really don't understand what to do next. Ask the fire dragons, to set fire to what it is you need to step towards. What it is that you're believing that is interfering, again, consciously or unconsciously. And then watch as a whirlwind of chaos proceeds. (laughs) There is a lot of The beautiful thing is they will immediately set fire to something. Or very quickly set fire. They love setting fire to things. They are the fire dragons. But you can imagine if you're sitting there going, I don't know where to put my energy next. And there's a giant ball of fire (laughs) grabbing your attention. You're you're probably going to be pretty sure that's where you're going to go next. Because that is the most uh intense thing in the room and exactly with that example say there was a ball of fire in that corner one corner of your room where are you gonna go first well you're gonna go to where that fire is because you have the greatest pressure personally to put out the fire (laughs) put out the fire may look like a lot of different things with the fire dragons but when you get to that stage of, I just want to create this for crying out loud, what is wrong? You don't really care. You just want the answer now. And so when you're in that stage of manifestation and you're, you're really trying to get at, why is this not happening? There's always be patient and, and sit back. But I, I know we're human. We like to have an active role in this and so this is one way where yes you'll still have to wait for the fire to appear but you will have this intention setting active intention setting with this role where you're just waiting to see it appear and then you can go forth and resolve the fire sometimes the fire just wants to be looked at sometimes it just wants you to see it's there acknowledge that it's there and then go okay i see you i got it but we're we're good. We don't need to. We can, we cannot be so so big. We can quiet down and into like a nice little crackling ember state, and then finally go out. But I just wanted to be seen first, and so in the context of manifestation, it might be that you aren't letting go of the way. You want something to show up. So when you set fire to the thing that's holding the greatest resistance, you might actually find a whole crap load of roadblocks that get in your way for what you think you need to do to manifest this thing into your reality. And so what that could be is very frustrating at the time that it happens because when you you might imagine if you have been, maybe you've been running towards this dream home and then you ask the fire dragons to set fire to it. And all of a sudden a giant explosion of energy just like starts going off in every which direction on your path and every road to get there is now closed. So you're sitting there going like, wait, what is this? Mean? Like, am I just never supposed to have this? No, no, no. And and it's not to say it could be that a different home is is really what's aligned for you. Or it could be that you are forcing it a certain way, but there's something off about the direction you're going. So if you're seeing roadblocks everywhere, stop and reevaluate and understand that that can happen. But it's not telling you you don't deserve to have a home. not You don't deserve to have a car. You don't deserve to have a relationship. It could just be that the way you're approaching it is not most optimal and then be open to seeing the more optimal way. That is a beautiful place to bring in the water dragons. If you would like to work with another dragon, because there is, and I'll, maybe I'll do a whole episode on manifestation with dragons because I think that would be fun. But what you're looking for is ease in the path and Maybe lessons coming up, maybe some kind of insight, something you're learning about what's within you, but not really like you're, you're, you're hitting like crazy firewalls. If you're hitting crazy firewalls, something is off. Okay, let's go with, you want a different career. Perhaps the job that you're in is not fulfilling. You're like, this is not There's no part of me that's lit up with this. Go ahead. You call on the fire dragons. You say, okay, show me what is in my way. What is it that I'm creating, doing, thinking, believing subconsciously or consciously that is standing in my way that is not aligned to the career that I want to be experiencing consciously, Because it's not, I guess when we say standing in our way, that's a little bit of of a slightly victim mindset, not blaming anybody. I used to really think that way a lot, but I've started to expand my thinking a bit more. And I feel like the term, you know, getting in my way is a little bit harsh. What's really happening is there's something that we are holding that isn't in alignment with where we want to go. That's really all it is. It's a much, it's much less daunting, actually, that way. <laughs> what do we have to drop? <laughs> what do we have to burn and then just leave over there because that's not aligned to where the destination is we want to go? And so if you want the new job, you ask the fire dragon, show me, please, what is most optimal for for me to be in the career that I consciously would like to experience. And then what you can start to see is you might have multiple fires going off and it could be a matter of projects are getting ridiculous. People at work are starting to get on your last nerve even more than before. And what's happening is an amplifying effect of what it is that you currently are holding in your conscious or subconscious that is interfering with your movement to the career you desire. Many people want to first leave one place before they, they and just go anywhere else and hope they find the right career next. The thing is, If you leave a company with the energy of everybody here sucks, and I wanna get away from this, that energy will continue to move with you. And likely you will have similar experiences. But if you choose to go through the more uncomfortable growth phase before you leave, or at least some of it, you don't ever have to do anything dangerous. If you're feeling unsafe where you work, go somewhere else. This is just one option. You can take the, the uncomfortable option and be really pressed to see the shadows that exist within you for why you are up against people who don't respect you. Many times that could look like, do you respect yourself enough and you don't? And, or you are acting in ways that is not in alignment with what someone who respected themselves would be acting no judgment. It's just a a difference of how you behave. So if you're always taking lunch meetings when you're starving, skipping meals, staying up late, if you're always consciously choosing to do things that are not in alignment with your best well-being, that's a form of, of conveying to your colleagues, your bosses or managers that you are are electing to have an experience where people disrespect you and when you start to own your worth and demand respect one of two things can happen either you maybe you're sitting there going what they're saying if I don't do these things if I don't stay up late if I don't all do, if I don't take the lunch meetings or work extra or work all weekend then they're gonna fire me well now you're well you're well your own sovereign being you can choose to keep doing this life experience in this cycle but it sounded like you didn't like what was you were experiencing and one of two things will happen when you start to to really respect yourself and convey that you respect yourself to everyone else in your life either you could get fired. You could end up, and then you get the op- you get opened up to an opportunity that's more incredible than you could imagine, or you will continue working there, and people will start to respect you. It's going to be one or the other. You're, those when you finally own your worth, the universe is going to align you to an amazing experience to what you're asking for. So you stand in your power. You demand respect. You're going to see respect either there or somewhere else. But be prepared when you work with the fire dragons to set fire to something. You might get laid off. And that's the form they choose to show you. You're in the wrong place. And so if you just open it. But don't downward spiral and panic. Because you're like, oh my god. Like everything is going wrong. No, no, no. Everything is going perfectly right. It's just... Saying you hadn't made that decision yet to leave, and your really amazing opportunity for what you're asking for is over somewhere else at another place to work or on your own. And in, now the fire dragons are just helping you, they're setting fire to what was wrong or what was not in alignment for what you're calling in. And it's, it's, Again, every single person is going to have their own unique experience. If If you're in a less than optimal relationship and you ask the fire dragons to show you how come you're not receiving the respect and love you desire, well, there may be all of a sudden an amplification of arguments, of intensity of arguments. Again, if you're unsafe, if you're not in a safe situation, do what you need to do to get safe. But it could be that, you know, what's happening is they're trying to show you there's something that you're believing either about the partner, about yourself, maybe that you you don't deserve to have love. Maybe you're telling yourself, I don't deserve support. So be, be aware of the context of the arguments. Sometimes that has to do with it. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes we are prompted with arguments on a particular topic to get us to learn to observe what is it that we believe about this subject, about this part of the relationship that is that is maybe less optimal for my own growth. And sometimes we're being shown an emotion that's actually, so the things that trigger us from the arguments, we're being shown an emotion that is really truly the thing that's out of alignment with the lifestyle we desire. And that might be from absolutely disconnected topics that are not related to the argument topic at all. It could be that you're sitting there having an argument with your partner about, you know, the dishes or the kids or the animals or the trees outside. <laughs> Maybe they're not talking to the trees enough. One of them feels neglected and, or, you know, maybe they haven't been prioritizing you or, or time with you and whatever it might be. But, but the reality of it is the emotion it's evoking in you is actually the same emotion that maybe a childhood trauma maybe a past life trauma, maybe a trauma that is just not identifiable, but you you remember that energy, you remember seeing that pattern before, you can kind of see like a trend of, oh my gosh, I've done that to multiple people. I've gotten so angry at them that they let me down in this particular way, or they always make me mad about this thing. It's like they never care about this thing. And it's not about the thing. It's about a perhaps a an energy of control, lack of control, uh, where you didn't have the control you wanted to as a child. A number of different things from younger years, but it's just playing out in this in these partners now. When you identify it and you bring that to light and you acknowledge this pattern. You're going to have the unfolding of what, wherever it needed, it came from if it needed to be identified. Sometimes it doesn't need to be identified. Seeing the pattern in and of itself is enough to break it and kind of clear it. But whatever it is, is it, it can get really intense and in your face because it's saying, oh, okay, you really want to see it. You want the answer. Well, here, you're not getting it yet. Let me make it really big and loud and then you might hear it not to piss you off, but actually to help you move past it. That's it. It's really always here to show us something and, and, and talk to the universe and talk to the dragons as you're doing this. Like when you get to the points where you're like, okay, I get it. There's a pattern here. I'm like, what the hell is the pattern? What does it mean? Ask, Ask for clarity, ask for it to be shown to you, and be open to it appearing any which way. There's going to be something that's dropped in your mind where you're like, oh my God, I know what that's from. If you're not able to identify it on your own, you can always receive support. Sometimes it takes multiple days before you, you really feel into it and get the answer, but trust me, the answer will come if you ask. The dragons are very effective. They are very good at what they do and they want to deliver the message to you. So if you're asking them to show you, they're going to show you and they're going to make it very clear. But as with all of these topics, the theme is great tool, great asset, great, you know, collaboration to work with the fire dragons to let go of something or not. Really, it's just to identify it. You're doing the work of letting go, but to identify what it is in your past that you haven't seen yet that is not in alignment with what you want to consciously create, there's so there's just they're so good at it. So work with them to identify those things that are not in alignment. And and when you find out what it is, you can always just ask them to clear it, to burn it away. Two in one. They're so great. Just ask them to identify, you know, bring your awareness to it, set fire to it. Then you can, once you figure out what it is, ask them to clear it and you're good. Now, with all of these kinds of things, it's up to you to do the work. And, and, one thing I have to say is helpful. And I'll talk more about this on another, on another episode, but I do want to touch on it because it's important. Sometimes there are things that we are trying to create for ourselves that are not for reasons that are our own. And this is really important. You really need to be honest with yourself. I used to go back and forth on this, who knows? One day I'll go back again. Today I'm fourth. But when you look at what you're desiring, why do you want it? And I'm not about to tell you that society, like all of society is evil and terrible, and, and no one should want a home or money or, or love, or you should be good on your own with nothing. No, I, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's the true path for most people. I And even, you know, that story is another societal story. It's just a different part of society that's making up that story. So there are basic things that we tend to enjoy. A home to live in of some sort. What that looks like is very different for each person. It could be. It could be a hut. It could be just traveling from place to place. No particular location you're tied to. It could be you actually buy a home. It could be you rent one. You Maybe it's an apartment or a condo. A lot of different ways it can look. No judgment or preference needs to be had by me for you. you. You will know what is right for you. But it's so important when it comes to how you obtain your home or love or what that looks like, you need to make sure that it's what your heart desires, what your soul, your spirit source that flows through you is desiring to experience through and with you. It's all of you, but what we can so easily do is have so many views of family, teachers, people in our life we we looked up to just really take over our manifestation desires and it's so hard sometimes to really know what it is that we want versus what we've been told to want or what other people value and why they value it and i'll i'll I'll, one of the easiest things to do is easier said than done but simplest things to do is go through lists of you know why do you want this Really, 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 why do you want this? Is it because somebody told you this is going to be a good investment? Is it because people told you this is what's responsible? Is it because people told you this is what is. And it goes in both directions. So, I mean, it could be you're wanting something bigger than you actually want, but it's because other people have made it seem like this is a good idea. It could be that you are wanting something smaller than really what's aligned for you because you've been told to not waste your money or energy or time on all these other things, but really your heart would love to have more space or maybe you're supposed to be responsible and be attached to a location, not traveling to other places. And that's what you've been told, the story you've bought into. So your heart says travel, and your, your logical mind is saying, but we have to do the responsible thing. There are many reasons. And the same with relationships, you know, what do you want from the relationship? What do you really want from the relationship? Are you wanting a relationship because you're lonely and sad? That is not a great energy to manifest love from. That's likely going to bring you a relationship that quickly turns into an ending, or you know doesn't treat you right, and and causes you to end the relationship, or you just don't ever feel connected to your partner. But if you're good on your own, you're not trying to make up for a lack. You're not trying to fill a void. You're not trying to, you know. Do it because you think that's what you're supposed to do at this age, or the the type of partner, or like whether that's physical look or gender or sexual orientation, whatever the, all of the things. Are you doing it? And and is it? Are you doing it because you think that's what other people around you are doing? Is it really what's in your heart? Because it's interesting. If you here's here's one of the easiest ways to know if something is for you, if you see it, if you were to see it in front of you and it just lights your heart up, that is aligned to you and your soul. You, who are your soul, you are your soul. (laughs) It is the soul aligned for you. So whether that's a person and maybe it's not, because don't be careful with the twin flame stuff because that can get very feisty and that can be very attractive. And in a way that's very triggering very quickly. So, you know, fine line of what's exciting in that context. But when you see something that's presented to you, or if just you'd imagine, say, I saw this thing, this, I say, you want a mansion. okay, what if, what if you were standing in front of a mansion and someone gave you the keys? Like genuinely is the first thing in your heart, I'm excited and lit up, or is it like, I have to clean all the rooms or, oh crap, I don't know if I have enough stuff for the space. Like, are you thinking about all of these other factors? A lot of the time when something is for you and you are presented with it, you kind of just get lit up. Like you don't really have a lot of regretful thoughts immediately or, oh gosh, what this, with that, this, that. Now you might have some concerns or some questions, but really, when it's for you and it's 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 just not it's not true though. Like there really isn't that level of of hesitance. If something, if the if the person of your dreams, of that soul aligned for you, your soulmate, your your partner for lifetimes, is right in front of you, you will have a flame lit up in your heart, very expansive very comforting very much I'm at home I'm home I'm comfortable this is me this is also me this is a part of me there won't be tons of doubts it's not to say and you know we're human so we'll get in our heads about just about everything <laughs> at least many things so I don't want to like completely throw people off of their relationships or you know where they're living and stuff because of this but if you're searching for the thing, you're like, what? What do I want? Or this is what I want, but I'm really not sure now. Is it actually what my soul wants, or is it something I'm I've learned to want because of other people? Does the reason you want this thing come with a story? Like, does it come? If it comes with a story for why you want it, there's a good chance that you have a story tied to it that you learned from other people. That's not your story. Now, it's it's not to say. I'll give an example. Say you want to a home, and you're one of those people who love the white picket fences, and you you're you grew up with one, and it always brings back this really beautiful feeling and memory in your heart. Or maybe there's a certain tree that you grew up with, and you you really want to have a home with this tree, or has something that's like an element of this is a heart. This is a piece of my heart that I observe every time I see it. And I want that to be a part of my home. That's the, yes, there is a story tied there, but it's a heart story. It's not a logic story. So when you say I want a small place because I don't want to, and you have lots of stories tied to rich people being evil or bad and, and, or, you know, you, you maybe have something against People like being responsible for their homes and, and, or who aren't responsible for their homes. They get a big home and they don't take care of it. Whatever your stories are, everyone has different stories. But if you're saying, I don't want a bigger place, but really that would be so aligned for you. Cause you could do so many things or sometimes you don't even know what it is yet. But if you saw the home and you're like, oh my God, this is my home. I really want this place. I want this to be my home. And it's way bigger than you, your mind and logic thought would be right. Maybe there's something you aren't aware of yet. Maybe you're about to expand your family and start to have kids. Maybe, or more pets. Or maybe it's you You suddenly are going to have a, a business that you need more space for. To have, see clients or to have an office. Or create a workshop. Like There's so many things that can happen. And you don't know at the time. But if you do, if you're always using logical reasons to do things, you may be beating your head against a wall for a good long time. And or as soon as you get into that small place, it's going to be creating problems for you because it just wasn't aligned for you. And and same with the bigger side. You could think you want a mansion, but really that's not in your heart. It's that it sounds good on paper or it sounds, you know, like that's the dream or whatever now you you can want a mansion that's perfectly fine there's no judgment but why do you want it is it because it looks good is it because of other people's reasons when you were a kid did you want that <laughs> it's actually really helpful to look back at your younger years when you're a kid because there's so much that can be learned from a child's heart there is this oh there's such pure joy and this unfiltered love that's like there is this there is this detachment to logic <laughs> which is where we get into trouble sometimes as adults we we get in our own way and so when we when we like sit and think what is it that i truly want from my heart and look at the things that are presented and genuinely and sit with it you know go If I had the extra room, would that just actually be unnecessary or is is there a part of me that is curious and is excited about that? Is there some part of me that's like, you know what, I don't know what I would do with it, but everything else is fitting perfectly. I feel good about this and you run with it and then you actually end up using the other room for something. Just let yourself be playfully curious with finding out and ask the fire dragons when you're not sure and you really want to know what it is, (laughs) but it's, it's just this, the rest of this is really just to say, know that you want something because it's aligned to you and your soul. Like you who are your soul, pick the thing you're manifesting on the basis of what is aligned to you and then Work with the fire dragons because then you'll actually make much more quick uh, gains in the process of moving forward but All things said, you can still go forward and not actually fully know the answer that is fully aligned to you. You'll get to see pretty quick. The fire dragons will make that aware. Now, you may not get the message right away, but if you stick with it and are patient, you're going to see the answer fully manifest. And then you can make your decision for if you want to change the direction you want to manifest or exactly what you're creating. But I think that's good for now. I will leave it at that. I send you all so much love. Bye bye.